Like there's places that you and I have been involved for a long time, kind of regardless of, of our actual position within those communities. But... This episode of Post Status is sponsored by Elementor. Create websites, design your future. Join Elementor's community of millions of web creators who build websites and grow together with the number one web creation platform for WordPress. Hey everybody, welcome to a cool series. Uh, my friend Corey and I have been talking about it for a couple months, a project, and we said, hey, why don't we just broadcast this out, do it in public. And so this series is kind of called Launching a WordPress Product in Public. This is session one. We're going to talk about first, I'm going to let Corey introduce himself in just a second, but we're going to talk about the agenda is uh, kind of where we've been just to catch everybody up. And then second part, we're going to talk about next steps for what we're doing. And we'll, of course, describe the project uh, as we go. So, Corey, I think people know you, but let's let's uh, go ahead and share. <laughs> Tell us more about uh, who you are, what you've done with WordPress. Of course. Uh, so I'm Corey Moss, <clears throat> currently residing in the northeast of the United States. Um, I've been... A developer and an entrepreneur for 25 years or so and largely locked into the wordpress space for 10 years or more it was the day job for a very long time and i was pushing SaaS apps or building and pushing SaaS apps uh, in evenings and weekends and then i don't know years ago at this point i went to a WordCamp in atlanta georgia and met a few WordPress entrepreneurs, including the um, specifically the Ninja Forms guys down there, and suddenly a light bulb went off of like, oh, there's you know there's a lot more to WordPress products and the WordPress ecosystem than I realized, and it can be used to build SaaS apps, which I also do, um, but also these plugins that can be grown and built into you know sometimes or potentially into into businesses unto themselves. So that really kind of got me started. And so uh, around that time, I, I learned about the post status community. Uh, I'm, I am wearing the post status t-shirt underneath. It's just too cold um, <laughs> being up here in the Northeast. But um, yeah, so it's been, you know, fun to be part of the community and fun to grow. Uh, I've now grown and sold a couple of businesses or a couple of WordPress plugins. Um, and here we are about to launch another one. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember back when we actually met Corey, but I knew you were like this developer who loved to like launch stuff and you had the Kanban, uh, plugin at that time. And I remember talking mm -hmm. through that and how passionate you were, you were about it. Um, so, and then we've chatted the last year or so comparing notes and I'm like, man, Corey and Cor sorry, that broadcast system went off on my ears excuse me just one second okay whoo that was weird i've got hearing aids <laughs> and my phone comes through and i was like emergency broadcast system mm, yeah. um but anyway um so it was fun we've gotten to kind of get to know each other over the last year or so and member huddles and you shared this thing you're doing i've followed up and i was like i need this i want this um and it's funny too in parallel is how much stuff that we've got in common or things were stages of life we're, we're going through 
And so I think it was a couple of months ago, you mentioned on the huddle or, and then we started talking about it in post status DMs, the project right. that we're launching in public today called Crop Express. But um, you want to share a little bit about that, how you came to it. And I can add a little, my perspective on yeah, it, of but course. this was your idea. Um, and I was like, oh my God, this has to exist in WordPress. Um, I need it because I need it. And that's <laughs> typically if... I try to keep at the user level <laughs> and I'm like, if I like something and use something, I'm like, maybe there's more people out there that would need it too. But talk about yeah. the start of Crop Express. Well, before that, I want to fill in a couple of blanks. One, yeah. uh, you and I met when you were the keynote speaker at, uh, what was it? Word, WordCamp Y'all, the, the WordCamp in Bir Birmingham, Alabama. I have lots of friends in Birmingham, England spelled the same but pronounced very different so i have a hard time pronouncing birmingham um <laughs> but anyway um i was living in nashville at the time and drove down and uh you right. and i went to lunch with a couple of other people and i i i must have had too much of the free coffee because i remember talking your ear off <laughs> while we were waiting for like barbecue or something and then you turned to me at one point, you were being a very good listener, I have to say. And then at one point you turned to me and are like, aren't you speaking in like four minutes? And I looked <laughs> down and realized that yes, indeed, my session was starting in minutes and I still hadn't gotten my food. Um, and so you and the folks we were with were nice enough to bring me my food halfway through the session. Oh, chicken and waffles. I got chicken and waffles the weird things you remember anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you and I have uh, kept in touch over the years. And then um, I think mostly caught up over on the huddles. Um, but I, I mean, I tell that cause it's sort of a fun story and a little background, but I also, I think it's, it's a great ex, uh, example of the longevity of a lot of the relationships that I've had in WordPress, in the WordPress ecosystem, the WordPress community. Um, you know, once in a while I, I get approached, I know you do too, of people who are like, you know, let's partner, or I see you're doing a thing, let's do a thing together with no background, no context. Um, and I, I'm definitely not saying that people shouldn't reach out, always reach out. You know, you never know what good is going to come from, from reaching out. Um, I love that people message me directly on Twitter and, um, and in post status and stuff like that. But also, you know, the long term being part of any, uh, any, uh, being part of the WordPress community and culminating these relationships and staying in touch with people over years. Cause at this point I lived in Nashville like eight years ago. So you and I met eight years ago and I don't think talked really for five years anyway. So that mm -hmm. was, that's one of the things that jumped out at me. So getting on to crop express. So yeah, I, <clears throat> I built a, a Kanban plugin a few years ago, sold that, um, have launched and been running a couple of others. One I'm about to sell, um, and, and that might actually be something to talk about at another time because I, I built it because I could. Um, very typical developer. I built it because I could, but I was never really passionate about it. And so at this point, I'm, I'm talking to some folks about um, selling it because I've just never been able to man, I've never been able to market it, meaning I've never been able to make myself market it. Um, and 
<clears throat> plugins and these businesses to me are still side hustles. I've never been able to grow them large enough to be the, you know, my primary source of income. And so I have clients and right now I've, I've got clients who run uh, a couple of pretty big sort of magazine style, pretty traditional blogs, but they're, you know, magazine style, full, beautiful, well-written, professionally written articles and stuff like that. And they are not technical at all. So they're, they're entrepreneurs, they're writers, they're content people. Um, but they don't, it's not that they don't understand they're very smart people, but they're not experienced with, or they don't think in terms of like, Oh, all images need to be squares or all images need to be 16, nine so that the site looks uniform and consistently good. Um, and no matter what I did, I, I couldn't make it easy enough for them to crop their images consistently. I didn't want to get them into Photoshop, you know, other, and that costs a fortune, other free editors cost money, da, da, da. So anyway, um, almost on a whim over a weekend, I bought crop.express, the domain. Um, here's an industry secret. One of, one of my best kept secrets is the .express um, what is it? Top level domain TLD. Um, there are so many words that have not been bought yet. So I actually own poll.express, crop.express, reply.express, um, screenshot.express is another project I'm building out. Um, so if you, anybody listening, if you're looking for a good domain, I, I highly recommend it. I keep wondering what I'm doing wrong or like, are there companies <laughs> that can't access this or something, you know, yeah. but anyway, I think um, it's a hallmark of any uh, tech entrepreneur in particular is to have like a, a too big of a domain portfolio that you well, have to keep renewing. Um, yes. I've got way too many. Um, my <laughs> wife is always like, you should put some parking pages on this. And I go, yeah, but it's a cool domain. What happens? <laughs> I think there's two things. Uh, we definitely should, and we'll be talking about partnership along this whole way. Um, I've had a good amount of experience with partners and like having partners. Um, mm. It's an anomaly in, in, I, in a lot of the entrepreneurs I've talked to is a lot, a lot of successful entrepreneurs go, no way I'm not going to partner with anybody. And I go, well, I kind of need to and want to. Um, but then, so I know we're going to be feeding some thoughts about the partnership. And that's another thing is partnering in public is probably the subtext to this too on um but as we've talked just real quick before we get back to the product is um i'm not a developer i should get a shirt mm. i'm not a developer um but i love products and i've had a product business um tried a bunch of products i told you i think yesterday i was like my my win rate is probably like in the 100s uh, percentile. Um, we talked about baseball and I was like, you know, I'm probably a strikeout king because I feel like I failed quite a bit. But coming to someone like it's an ideal match for me because I can, you know, business and marketing, but it's not one you have to own in this partnership. I can own that and you contribute. And obviously I can't even try to write code. Um, but I can contribute with product and, and experience and thoughts like that. So now to the crop express. Um, so when you shared this, I was like, yes, because my experience and just talking about the user profile, I'm so keen to the user profile. Cause sometimes I think we come at it artificially and go, 
I have an idea. Let's go find a person for it. And I think some of the best ones come out of just there's a need. And we talked about this. It's like um, you hear the story is build it for your own itch or build it for yourself and all that kind of stuff. We talked about Pip and Williamson yesterday. Like he's a, he's the one that I think of is like build it, build something for a need mm -hmm. for himself and grew into this great uh, business called EDD. Um, what struck me about this is I go, I have a need, like trying to find software that will crop. You know, I used to use, I was an early user of Photoshop, but I don't have Photoshop on my computer. And I'm like, well, I go to Mac preview and crop and export it out and then try to upload it to WordPress. So instantly I go, I need this. And then I thought, and we started having these discussions. I think other people do too. You know, the classic example I have, just like your clients is my mom built a, her own site about 10 years ago or so and we had a theme don't cringe too much but a theme that had rotating images in it at the top sure and i tried to load the site it was like oh my god she had 15 images all at like pop resolution and this is something real quick uh we both were like this isn't something easy it may be in wordpress but it's not easy in wordpress and my natural question was if I have this problem, I bet you a lot of people have this problem. We talked about images. We talked about agencies that turn sites over to clients and end up, why is this so slow? Or why is it, you know, why doesn't this work right? It's like, well, you loaded it native from your phone, uh, the pick. And so that was the thesis for me for the, for the product is you already had the SaaS solution. I was like, yes. My question was, can I get it into a plugin where it's inside WordPress in my workflow? Yeah. And, and you helped, helped me turn that corner, honestly, because I, <clears throat> in a weekend, I built crop.express, which right now the website is the website. It's exactly the first version that I built. Um, it's, it's not complicated. It's not well thought out, too well thought out. Like I have a, I've been also working in product for years. And so I, I do okay with going, oh, well, this, this will be intuitive enough that somebody could muddle through it. Um, but I really wanted to just solve the problem initially for my clients and yeah, threw it online. I love doing this anyway, start showing it to people, showed it to you. Um, and you kept you, you nudged me a couple of times in post status, like, how can we make this easier? And originally I was not thinking WordPress plugin, surprisingly. Um, I was thinking more, this is just a, a great little tool that people will use and it will hopefully, you know, maybe I could throw some ads on it or I, it will refer them to my other products. Um, and so I was building a little Chrome extension and, and you're like, okay, that's a start. But, you know, what if we really start to explore this? And yeah, the conversations kind of flowed from there. And my premise with products, particularly with WordPress or any tool, is this, there's a workflow we all kind of have, and you get in this system. And when you have to veer out of that workflow, cropping an image, finding cropping an image, yeah. it's so clunky within WordPress. And you have to go outside of that experience. You just added unnecessary time and energy for something frustration when most times when I'm creating content, I go, I want to get this out and edit it and press publish and put it out in the world. And anything that slows me down is a problem. Yeah. Um, 
so you know there's <laughs> our featured image on post status i'm not happy with it we're still working on on some of our design on the post status website uh, my personal side i don't typically use images because of this and so i think that was some of the my my perspective is like there's enough use case here to say let's try it and i think what you and i go is like we want to have we want to do something that is practical and useful and then see where it goes um yeah. we're not looking to get like mega rich on this or anything but like it's something we both have an interest in let's see I'm where counting it goes. on it man <laughs> hey it would be nice don't get me wrong we um, uh we bought the mega millions ticket last night you know it's over a billion but it hasn't been announced that we won this morning so you know this is this is the the next best thing right yet you haven't won yet when we get some of that carve <laughs> off a little bit of that lottery money and we'll do some we'll do some cool cool products um yeah i i'm really addicted to products i've loved it for the longest time um you said something earlier you said i could build this and you did build things but the second part I wrote down was so interesting because it's my experience too, is I wasn't passionate about it. And I know when I've gotten um, those, that equation wrong is where I've really failed miserably. Um, the project I think about at iThemes was called exchange. It was e-commerce. I was passionate about a user experience that anybody could use, but I wasn't as passionate about the field. We just saw a big market. I saw a big market potential there. WooCommerce was out there. It was the big, still is the big behemoth. And I go, yep. man, it's really tough to like just create a new product in WordPress or, or in WooCommerce. Let's create an easier path to do that. Um, that didn't work. We didn't do it. And I think part of it was I wasn't supremely passionate about the, the domain we're in. When we talk about this, I go, I have a, I have a lot of experience with images and cropping and content that's bulk of my career before i themes and post status was in communications work and newspapers journalism and i'm like you know it's a factor everybody wants an image on the site and so what we decided was to start with the featured image cropping yeah. that making that experience um really smooth and easy so that's the yeah i think the other thing to talk about here is <clears throat> As a developer, as a human being, I've learned this lesson. It's it's just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, and for I think people like you and I, I'm speaking for you, but I I hope I'm right. We we get excited about a lot of things. It's easy to to dip a toe into a lot of things, um, but then we end up taking on too much, and we get overwhelmed, and everything is you know what is it. it do two things and you're doing two things half-assed instead of one thing whole-assed or, you know, and we're never going to limit ourselves to one thing, let's be honest, but having, definitely having too many things. Um, and <clears throat> like I've taken epic trips, um, you know, which is, I, I was lucky enough to do, but I came home and people were like, was this amazing? And I was like, I don't know why, but it wasn't. And I realized that it was like, just because I had the opportunity to take the trip, like I didn't, I, I wasn't in the right mindset. All I wanted to do was be home, you know? And so just cause I could, um, doesn't mean I should have. And I, I keep tried, I try to think about that when I'm taking classes or, you know, reading books or things like that. Um, 
because time is precious, right? And um, and we can only experience so much. So anyway, all that to say, um, yeah, with other products, I've definitely built them um, just because I could. And as a developer, it's really dangerous because like I look at that and I'm like, oh, that'd be really interesting to solve those problems. Um, and then uh, even as soon as you mentioned a WordPress plugin, uh, I was like, okay, well, we need xyz we need you know big da 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 and and that's great like a year from now let's have all those bells and whistles and let's have all those features and and you know and expand um but of course i'm again i i, I work i have client works what client work and family and obligations and stuff just as you do um and so you did a really good thing where we were chatting we scratched our heads and you were like, well, what if we, you know, what is the MVP here? And, and even that I couldn't, I was like, well, da, da, da. and you were like, okay, featured image, one thing, let's just start with that. Can we? And I, as soon as you said it, it clicked for me. I was like, that's, that's the place to start. It's the one simple feature that, but it will solve the problem for a lot of people. And it will exemplify the problem we are trying to solve. And so, and, and again, for me, it, it is tough at times as a developer, all things are possible. I mean, not <laughs> literally, but, um, and that's, it's powerful, but dangerous. And I'm, I'm trying, you're, you're being uh, non, uh, not a developer and having a history of using this kind of thing is immensely valuable, um, keeping my feet grounded. And I'm trying to do the same with thinking from the perspective of my clients, because again, they were the ones that inspired this. So what's going to solve the problem for them? And that's where we, that's kind of where we've landed and what we're getting pretty close to being able to launch. I, I think um, the experience you talked about is like everything is when <laughs> another shirt we should do when everything is possible, everything sucks. Because when you have, <laughs> when you're in the experience, I know this and I've been, uh, led teams of developers, I get it. Like, and I have the, I guess I'll say a gift in this sense of going, I don't know what all is possible and it helps focus. But I think that's where, again, a partner comes in. I struggle with this in different areas mm -hmm. um, where I'm like, well, everything is possible. Everything sucks. And I, I lose focus in that. Um, and that's something I really enjoy being able to do is like you worry about everything is possible and I can help just to ask questions. Um, and when we we talked about the MVP, I think about that iconic um, like cartoon of the stages of an MVP, how, how you start with an MVP and grow it. And the one I like best, it feels a lot of theory and cool, like to try to plan this out like this, but it's like, what's the skateboard version of the bike or whatever, you know, the product becomes. And it's not uh, a skateboard and then you add a seat and then you add handlebars to the skateboard and you try to build up. And I'm like, that's cool in theory. But I think what this does is the way we thought about this was what is a, a toe in the market that does solve that problem that can grow? Um, and, you know, marketing and technical and business questions come out of this. And I just saw one yesterday. Uh, I can't remember his name on Twitter, but I replied to him. He was trying to think, like, where does this thing go? You know, like, you start with the skateboard, but 
well, what if we want to do this with Crop Express and that with Crop, you know? And um, a lot of times I think some of the best products have been part of grew organically instead of mm. trying to say this is the end product. It was responding to customer needs and opportunities and grow out. And sometimes maybe it grew into a little bit of a mess out here that we kind of had to make some hard decisions. Um, with our I think security product there for sure. And then backup buddy over time. Um, we saw that grow. But it I think it stays close to the customer. When somebody mm -hmm. goes, I will pay money for this, you go, oh, there's magic there because we we might have something here. Um, and I we decided we should talk about this decision too. We decided to release Crop Express as a free plug-in first on the org repo. We'll be talking about that experience as we go. We're not there yet, but we're really close to releasing the MVP V1 in the repo. Uh, and then, but what I like, Corey, is we've done this in a way to give us options or paths to go. We're not, we didn't try to build the bicycle and launch that as a premium product. We said, what time resources do we have? And that MVP, all that went into this conversation you and I had of like this. Okay, let's come down to if we can get this point and that's in the stream of people's workflow, you know, you're firing up a post yep. headline. Okay, I need my feature image. You're going to go over here, click feature image, and that's where Crop, Crop Express is going to help you. And I don't, you know, you've been great to navigate us technically where we're not going to hit a dead end on something, um, but that's a part of this adventure. You never know where you're going to go with it. Right. And I've, uh, you know, we've already <clears throat> touched on a, a bunch of things that I see questions about all the time. Like part of the MVP, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good developer, but I have very limited experience with Gutenberg, um, excuse me, the block editor. Um, and even, and so we, we are looking at doing a custom block down the road version 1.2 or whatever um but even to get uh just the to to work with just the featured image like i didn't have experience with the panels uh inside the block editor and so i looked at it i hacked at it for a little while and then i said okay you know what i've got a buddy who can help me out with this so I hired him for a couple of hours to get me over the hump um you know and so there's that there's again the partnering uh you and i working together um which we haven't really flushed out but we're kind of excited to do um launching something putting something in in the plugin directory is is its own experience um and so yeah i think there's there's a lot of different things here that if nothing else <laughs> just getting that you know the tip of the iceberg um, or I'm mixing metaphors here, but anyway, you know, just getting this thing out the door and, and starting, um, is, is where a lot of, uh, a lot of questions arise and there's, there's a lot of hurdles, you know, unto itself, but, um, you know, I think the, one of the things that I really like about WordPress is that it does require, or WordPress plugins, WordPress products, it does re require development, no question, um, I don't think there's a big overlap yet, enough of an overlap yet with like no code products, um, services out there that, you know, people are building products against to then somehow get that into WordPress. Um, but 
it doesn't have to be a huge lift. It doesn't have to be like some of the best um, plugins out there are one single feature or, you know, single file. Um, the, the plugin that we have so far that, that gets the featured image um, cropped and, and injected into a post is, is still basically just two files. You know, it's not complicated. It's not this big convoluted thing. Um, I've got, uh, from you know from a nerd perspective like there's a couple of developer patterns that I'm using but there there aren't frameworks we're using a library that you know does the cropping for us because there's no way I'm stepping into that quagmire um you know but we'll grow from there I mean and I think that that's that's the big difference it's like yes we want to launch something that is useful um and complete unto itself but it can be it can start as a feature and grow how has this experience differed from your past product experiences? Um, you know, you, you released, let's say, the Kanban different plugins on your own, I think. Um, were, were similar problems and questions that we've talked about just in this, I don't know, month or so, we've actually gotten real serious about it? No, it's probably, what, three, four weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, did you have similar things like that as a developer when you were doing, like, the Kanban? Or did you just go, okay, this is what I want to build, and you knew, like, the MVP V1, V2 kind of sorted it out? How did those experiences go in comparison to this one? Yeah, the Kanban, I really, I wanted the namespace. That's the thing that sticks in my mind. This was, you know, eight years ago now, um, so I don't. I don't remember everything, but we, same sort of experience. I was working at a startup and we needed a Kanban solution. Um, Trello has always rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. Um, and, and it was then that I was first starting to look at. So another, I'll give away another one of my secrets here is honestly, I often look for a, uh, blue o well red ocean SaaS solution or SaaS app that I can put into WordPress. Um, and so with something like Trello, I was like, you know, we are, we're working in WordPress, um, but we have to go over to Trello and, and do stuff. And for whatever reason, I didn't like Trello anyway. Um, and so that's part of what made me go, oh yes, if we had a Kanban board built into WordPress, <clears throat> so like posts were your cards or whatever, like this makes sense anyway. And so I cranked out a first version, very clunky and mostly just because I, I wanted to, I'm trying to think if I had actually put a plugin in the repo before that. I don't No, I had, I had, but years before. And so it was, it was really a new experience for me. Um, and I made all sorts of mistakes and I was listening to like one of the biggest ones was um, I kept going back and forth coming from, coming from a, a, um, <clears throat> a, a developer perspective outside of WordPress. I wanted to do custom tables and I was like, no, the WordPressy way is you have to use the post tables. And I swear the week after I released it, I heard an episode of um, back when Pippin and Brad Tunard had their podcast. Pippin's like one of the greatest regrets of my life was using the post post table for EDD. And 
that was like the beginning of when they were trying to release version three, which took them years to, to untangle. Basically, I was like, crap. So right away, I had to untangle my own thing, which thankfully only had 50 users or something, but I had to, you know, build a migration there and stuff like that. Um, and I then and, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, just, you know, and, but there were, I, th I think maybe part of your question is like, there was, there were, I was solving bigger problems, you know, um, whereas this, I think is like, I, I like, I mean, part of why the, the light bulb went off when you were like, no, just featured image to start with. So it just, it kept it focused, you know, and that's so much easier. Again, like I, I hacked away for a month or two months you know, to get a working now Kanban board is a more complicated problem than, than what we're talking about. But, um, you know, but it, it, it was a much bigger lift to get it out the door, which I don't, I don't think is the right thing to do. You know, you, you need, you need, especially talking about customers and clients and users, you need something, you need to get people using it as fast as possible. I, I think there, I'm seeing two paths that when you're launching a product, there's the technical path and the business path, um, particularly if you want to monetize from it. Um, but technical, I saw my teams for years. It was like, I, I always describe development as a, uh, an adventure in territory. You don't always know like what's, what's going to come over the next hill. You could hit a swamp and end up drudging through a swamp or get sidetracked totally off mm -hmm. on a minor bug and so some of the things i started watching over the years is like it it's it's a tough gig with the technical because you got a roadmap for potential you don't know where all the terrain's going because you don't know where the business case is going to come from the use case um and i just think it's like a blind expedition oftentimes like so what we would do is and we're doing this now too is just kind of check in and see how we're going and i valued having someone else external watching to at least kind of keep track. And then I'll say this on the business side, same thing. There's potential here. I see potential here from a business business case. I don't know what it is. I'm not even going to be foolish enough to try to predict, but there's something here, I think. And um, because I don't predict anymore, by the way, Corey, because I'm wrong <laughs> most of the times when I try to predict, oh, this is going to be $20,000 a month, you know, MRR kind of product. I yeah. go, there's maybe a hope for those things, but I never predict or promise because if I get too mired in that, I start to get too a little bit off of focus because some of the questions we've talked about is, okay, free plugin, what do we do there? We felt it was at least for our collaboration here, partnership. We want to do this. We want this in the world. You know, um, We think though, putting it in the world has the potential for something that could grow into something we don't even but i i say this because we we said i love every time you say something like hey i think we should do this i'm like right on we should be honest we should be authentic and share the experience i think too oftentimes in business and stuff it's like this is the way i felt when i left i themes is like the pressure real or unreal hey Corey did this Oh, what's his next thing going to be? And I was like, uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know. I followed the trail um, and kept following that trail and trying to keep going on that trail for as long as we could. Um, th this, I just like the fact that, you know, 
one of the questions I try to ask myself before I begin any new venture or partnership is what if it fails? What's the worst that can happen? You know, and what's great is we've been talking about those things all along where we manage it. I know when you hired the the friend to help with some of that stuff, I was like, well, how much is that? And, you know, do you need me to share? And you're like, hey, for now, let's just, I'm going to keep track of it, but uh, to see where it goes. And um, I think that's healthy that open dialogue and conversation where you respect each other, what each other knows and know just because you're a developer doesn't mean you, you have a ton of insight and feedback and perspectives to share on both business and marketing. And, but I don't know, I see those two paths. This is the one I'll tell you ahead of time, Corey, is I'll struggle with is when we get to the point where like, okay, how much should we charge for this? It's oftentimes feels like this meandering thing of like, okay, and I'll need, the same for you to go, sure. hey, what if we do this? Um, because if everything's an option, everything sucks. <laughs> yeah, I. so a couple of things that you touched on, like it, this needs to exist in the world. I haven't found a better solution. So hiring somebody to get us over the hill immediately was worth it. And just like you said, if it, if it fails, if it never makes... Uh, a dollar if you and I after after this call are like, yeah, I don't like you in the end. It turns out, let's just call it. It's like, no, it was still money well spent, you know. And I, I understand that I I am in the very fortunate position to have a a little money that I can throw towards a project like this, but it's it's very limited. And I I think of this type of stuff as a hobby. Um, and there's been a lot of life choices that have gone into include especially with with my my wife talking about like okay what is if if this is a hobby what is an appropriate amount of money to spend on it because there were times 20 years ago when i first started building SaaS apps that i was like every spare dollar that i have is going to go back into this without thinking about it um because everything i ever think of is brilliant and every product i launch is undoubtedly going to make me millions um spoiler alert none of it has yet yet um but uh you know yeah we 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 got to start somewhere um and uh i'm with you so i i'm also looking forward to like i've been i met it was it was at a it wasn't a word camp it was like um what are they called free camp or there's, there's conferences where it's like anybody can sign up to talk about anything. Um, and it's sort of tech specific. But anyway, I met a young woman uh, who was a developer and she had lucked on to a client who became a partner. Um, it was an older guy who ran, I don't remember, an advertising agency, but he had access to an, a pool of customers basically. And so he would tell her what to build and then he would sell it to his audience and they just kept cranking out products. And I was like, okay, despite being an only child and despite my first instinct being to do everything by myself, you know, there are things that I can't do. There are things that I don't want to do um, and, and things that I shouldn't do. So I'm happy to weigh in on, you know, as, as, you're owning marketing and you're owning business. I I want to weigh in. I want to have opinions. I want to make suggestions. And, you know, I think you and I have 
established that we the expectation is that you know we there's there's going to be quite a bit of overlap in our concentric circles um but we we each are going to own a lane which i think makes a huge difference um and we're also able to sort of look over the cubicle wall to the other person and say hey you know like i, I touched on earlier just because i can doesn't mean i shouldn't i'm i'm not going to want there's going to be times where I, I'm going, I'm not going to want to build what I need to build. Like there's a feature that every client is clamoring for. You're finally confident. You're like, they will all pay X number of dollars if you just add this. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but we need a dark mode or some ridiculous thing that's just going to be more fun to build. Um, and I think there's definitely going to be points where, you know, I, we're essentially going to need to be each other's bosses. Um, and that's going to be interesting and going to be difficult at times, but I, but I think good, you know, you, you, you need other people. There are people out there that are, there are exceptions to this, of course, but, you know, I, I think we've pretty well established that both you and I do better, if nothing else, having a sounding board, having somebody else who's as invested, um, you know, and helps keeps us, keep us on the line we're supposed to be on. Yeah. On that note too, um, the partnership side of things where I, I've been in circumstances where, okay, this is my lane, that's your lane. And sometimes like you were really good to ask me, what part of the development do you want to contribute to? And I said, my strengths <laughs> through trial and error, by the way, I think my contribution strengths are UI experience, like how things flow. Um, I obsess over theirs because I want them to be as fast as possible, mm -hmm. intuitive as possible, knowing some of my probably, I'm going to have to freshen up on some things. And the other is, I said, you got to be careful with me because I will share all of these things that I would love to see, but we've like, and, but we got to put them on a, a feature roadmap, a backlog somewhere, because I said, and I told you this, I said, be careful, because I'll come in and go, what about this? What about that? And what I had to tell my team, too, and I told you is like, please don't, unless I go, can we get this in the next release? Please don't think that's, let's do this right now. And that's the idea fairy in me is, mm -hmm. I, and so an example of that was we have a square cropper. And I was like, okay, I'm introducing the new customer story here, which is my own. Every The post-test newsletter has those little circles in them for all the – and I'm like, that is a pain in the butt to do. Now, I flag that because I go, if I'm the uh, kind of a typical user, I don't know how, how to crop that. You know, there's tools out there, right? But, like, I go, there's an experience. If, if someone has that and I go – Hey, what about a circle cropper? And then I knew you were going to like chase it. And I was like, Hey, 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 not for this one, unless it's an easy thing. This was that back and forth I did with right. all the developers I've worked with too, is just like, please don't say, please don't interpret that as, can we do this right now? Um, sometimes I'll be like, can we do this right now? Cause I'll, I'll feel like we got something here. Um, but then you're like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, it's, just because you can doesn't mean you should, but yeah. there's also, you know, you and I, I, I also get the sense, we haven't talked about this, but I get the sense that we both trust our instincts pretty well. 
um, when it comes to product, you know, and I've, I've been studying product, looking at product um, for years and years and years. I've got, you know, books on architecture and uh, the, one of my favorite books about the Bauhaus school is sitting next to me. I mean, things like this. And like, I nerd out about this stuff. And so um, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not trained in any way, but like, I think I, like a lot of people we know, you know, I, I, I love putting, I love loading an app and putting it in front of my mom, you know, who's, who's not trained in any way. She has a little bit of an artistic background, um, but she is a power user. I mean, she, at this point, she doesn't even have a computer. She does everything on her iPad, bless her heart, honestly, because trying to book tickets or, you know, I mean, things that she does on her iPad, I, I didn't think possible. Um, even which really is just in a browser and, and her fingertip, you know, but gets an unbelievable amount of stuff done, but I love putting things in front of her and saying, you know, show me how you would muddle through this. Um, and, and anyway, so all of this to say that I, I trust my instinct a lot of the time, um, when, when somebody mentions a feature to me of like, oh, this is worth doing right now. Even if, it, yes, it's not mission critical, you know, we haven't released yet. So technically any feature other than one feature is, is enough. But I was like, not only do, is there not a image cropper for WordPress the way that we want out there, but I really don't think any of them do circles. And again, my clients, for most of their stories, featured images are 16.9 or square, but for whatever reason, there's that, that now that browser pattern where avatars, people are circles. And so, you know, let me see if I can, I can crank this out and it's, and it's fun. Um, and sure enough, like, like you said, it, it wasn't a big lift, but yeah, I think, I think you and I will, we're just going to have to figure that stuff out. Like everything, everything goes on a backlog everything gets discussed at least a little bit. Um, but I also, you know, I don't, I don't think that there's harm in, you know, there's low hanging fruit, there's return on investment. There's lots of different ways to put it. It's like, oh, well, if we, you know, if we make all the buttons green, you know, is it, does the user benefit? No, you know, so just cause it takes a minute isn't worth it, but you know, we're, we're just going to have to, and, and I liked what you said too, of like, we, we're going to have to, I guess this is the other the other benefit of trying to get this thing out the door is like get people using it, talk to people using it, um, you know, being part of a, a community like Post Status. Um, there's the great um, advanced WordPress Facebook group. Like there's there's places that you and I have been involved for a long time, kind of regardless of of our actual position within those communities, but you know, trying to add value or trying to Twitter to trying to just, you reply to tweets for months. And then you hope that when you, you do something and you need somebody else to reply that they will. So it's like, let's get this thing out there. Let's see what people think, give it a try, um, you know, and, and follow, follow our noses. This is where I struggle back and forth with product, but my typical MO, what I feel instinct is you, there's product people that are just genius and gifted. They're like, here, you know, you're like, God 
Okay, cool. Uh, but for mere mortals, um, for me, it's been put something enough out there, check some boxes. Okay, is this something you think we need? Like, does anybody even need it? Because I put those things out there. I'm like, put them out there, not necessarily products, but other things. I'm like, nobody's even asking for this. And a lot of the entrepreneurial books and stuff, it's like, okay, how you scientifically go down it. And I go, it's art and science. It's yeah. a blend. It's this alchemy and magic of like, but I know the power of like putting something out there and that creates enough of a ripple where you get a feedback loop. And um, that was so helpful along the way when you get feedback. Like I, I, we feel this is a good, this is a good V1 solve somebody's problem that laser beam you know thing of what we're doing for it um but what i'm most looking forward to the product is how people react when you hear those like um backup buddy was in development uh and i can't remember 2009 2010 and I, we were at we had a little group thing where and this these two twin brothers ran an agency and i just this wasn't something somebody told me i was just like hey we're doing this thing and this plugin and it helps you do um, basically uh, backup restored migrate websites. By the way, those were not things that came from me. They came from Dustin Bolton and Chris Jean and I teams. They're like, no, a backup needs to do these three things. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Sounds good to me. But I mentioned to them the migrate or what was it? The migrate side and it just in passing and they, their eyes lit up and they go, we pay somebody $300 to do to do that now wow. consider the time and everything this is back in the day and i was like okay i think we got something because you know and then we just try to okay i think we're going to keep going keep doing we obviously launched we're going to launch it no matter what but um that's where i was like those moments where someone lights up and they're like can i pay you now the shut up pay shut up let me pay you thing right i was like shut up you can take my money shut up take my money that's a magical moment. Um, I think times I've tried to force it um, and it's just, it's not, or create a category. You hear this and I'm like, cool. Yeah. For those hundred people out there that have that insane genius to create a category, most of us stumble into it. Right. You know, um, the garage stories for startup stories are always make me laugh. Cause I'm like, what was the background? What was the right. context? I'm like, that's a sexy headline. We started in a garage and here we are, Apple. I'm like, that's a sexy headline. Don't, and I like it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, what were all the actual moments, the places you got phenomenally lucky? Right. I know there's a big part of mine, luck. And every time I've tried to time it and like, okay, I'm going to ride this thing, it just hasn't worked. And that's why I really like our direction with this. Because um, we kind of had a fleeting thought of like, I think, as I recall, like this could be a paid product, um, you know. I don't even know if we entertain much of starting with the paid. We're like, let's just do the free plugin. And I will say, remember, actually, um, give you credit for this too, is I think I said, what about a Gutenberg block? Put it in editor. So upload image, crop, boom, I'm there. My workflow is fast, efficient. And um, you, you looked into that, you chased a little bit of it and I said, hey, there's some roadblocks here. And that's that collaboration of how we go, okay, featured image. What if we started right here? We want to grow potentially into that. You know, I think the idea in this, and we're 
I think we're both verbal processors, but is the thesis is start here and it'll grow into block, like the inline process where you're in the thing and you're having the same problem. I need to crop it, figure yeah. out the right dimensions and all that. Um, so I don't know where I was going with that other than to say that was some of the background too of decisions and knowing like you could hit a dead end and I'm waiting for that. I think we're putting ourselves out there with this to see if there's magic in this yeah. journey. Yeah. A couple of things you said um, stuck out to me. One is like a lot, everybody builds products differently. Everybody builds UIs differently. WordPress has very soft wall, has a lot of walls, but they're very soft. And there's a lot of discussion, often negative, often complaints about um, the, the experience that a plugin provides. And I think what's different about WordPress, right, is like often you'll, you'll go to Trello and you interact with Trello and you go to Slack and you interact with Slack. In WordPress, you're essentially interacting with numerous apps, really, numerous UIs side by side. Um, and the tolerance for terrible UI, I mean, let's be honest, even WordPress is not great anymore. Um, the tolerance is high for what you can get done. Uh, and so I think that that's, that's, that's something that I hadn't really thought about, but it's like things you can get away with in WordPress as long as you can solve the problem. And so there's, there's a lot to be said for, bless you, there's a lot to be said for solving the problem um, and not getting caught up in the genius of a product, you know, because like you said, people, people want to get it done and get out, you know, get on with their lives. Um, the other thing that I've had a lot of luck with, so I think we should do this here, is talking about that feedback loop. Um, with Kanban, I put myself on the homepage and had a and and had a nice response um with uh there's an online game that i built during the pandemic that that i've told you about um called mexican train and the, web, the website's mexicantrain.online so if anybody out there wants to play mexican train which is a dominoes game but i built an online version um i put myself on the homepage. And it's a game that is played by a lot of seniors and especially during the pandemic when everybody was really locked down. And then even now, a lot of seniors are still trying to stay inside, stay safe, stay more isolated than they were before. Um, and isolated being the word, they use the game to keep interacting with their friends, um, which is just amazing. Um, but they... Not only does every email that come in start with, hey, Corey, because I am on the homepage, um, but apparently when like there, there are groups of people that play every week and even every day, and uh, they curse me when they get bad dominoes, they praise my name when they get good dominoes. Um, the picture is of me eating Cheez-Its because it's sort of as a joke, like Cheez-Its are a guilty pleasure for me. So a number of them actually like go and buy Cheez-Its and eat Cheez-Its while they're playing because it's become a, you know, a, a thing. Um, 
inside joke, I guess, is the, you know, uh, or whatever. Um, but there's the, that feedback loop is definitely there. Like they talk to Corey, you know, and then even with um, subsequent products that I've built, me being on the homepage with a blurb about like why I started the solve the problem and stuff like that has made a huge difference. And so I think at least early on, that's something that you and I should definitely replicate is, you know, as we're set, I mean, we'll, we'll send this to our friends and family. Okay. That's easy. That's obvious, but um, you know, maybe even building in a mechanism that's like, you know, Hey, it's your favorite Corey and Corey, like, tell us what you think. What do you, you know, um, does this work for you? Does this not work for you? That kind of thing. I usually don't think about explicitly collecting feedback until further down the road. Um, usually wanting to focus on like paid customers and that kind of thing, but you know, maybe it's something we start with sooner than later. I definitely think so because, <clears throat> you know, so many times I put products out there and not really made that splash. Like, you know, they're like, okay, there's practical, they're doing this thing um, that we set out to do. But I think you want to have push, push it to have an opinion, mm -hmm. you know, like the user to have a reaction to it enough to say it sucks or it's awesome. Um, some, some way of that to see where you're at. I think both, if you get it sucks and it's awesome, you've got some validation there, you've got something. Um, but putting things out there, that's how I, my MO with products. So 2006 or seven, I think I, I launched, I did launch, I guess, uh, this is way back when WordPress was different, but I launched a theme and put my zip file up, uploaded it to .org. People downloaded it. And I was like, this is crazy. I got a response from them, which I had a contact form up, you know, my website linked in the theme and stuff. And they're like, well, you build blog for me. And I was like, whoa, I'm learning. I did this too, because I wanted to do it and I'm learning. But that's the magic that when you put something out there, but I think there's this case for put something out there that kind of pushes a reaction, you know? And I think this will be an interesting point of conflict potentially is uh, <clears throat> there's going to be a point where we're, we're going to see different paths and we're going to want different features too. And so I think this is, that'll be an interesting, you know, let's try to have that conversation on camera because it's, there there's points where I'm dogmatic. Like I've got my, one of my other plugins is like, like I said, I, I often look at products that are out, out on, out in the wild and I repurpose them inside WordPress. And so I've, I've got a plugin that's kind of like a link tree or a card or an about me where it builds very simple social focused landing pages. Like the link and bio pages is kind of the, the phrase most people think of. And uh, and even like when I submitted it, the, the people reviewing the plugin were like, um, you've kind of built WordPress inside WordPress. And so I still get a lot of requests for features that are beyond the point of the product because it is within like WordPress using the right theme or page builder, you can do literally anything. So this is supposed to be very focused and people come in, come, come in and are like, well, make it do this. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like go use WordPress. Um, and so I have found myself being more and more dogmatic about like, 
my own vision or, you know, certain vision for a product. Um, you know, and right now, like you and I have it easy. Like we know it, it it's a one trick pony or one and a half if we do circles. Um, you know, so what's, what's the next thing that I think that'll, and, and, you know, in a year down the road, I think that'll be interesting. Um, again, that, that backlog, you're probably going to end up hearing more feedback than I am. Um, you know, product ownership might ha end up being a thing that we, we actually have to sort out. So it, it'll be an interesting ride. Well, that's been a lot of the background um, that we wanted to share and kind of catch you all up since we were, were launching this live or in public, um, but catching you up on some of the background, some of those key conversations. I hope people can use some of this to uh, inform their own product journey. Um, where we are today, where are we today, Corey, with the actual product? Sure. Um, yeah, and I just to... It, add to what you just said, like, as people watch this, there are a few people watching live. Um, my expectation, like most things recorded is, you know, more people are going to watch it on the playback. Um, but we are going to be looking at comments. And I think both of us are pretty easy to find. Um, you know, so so as, as, this, as the conversation gets started, you know, I encourage anybody listening, please ask us questions, you know, give, including hard questions, you know, what do you want us to talk about? What do you want? What questions do you want our answers to? Um, not that we have the answers to all these problems, but you know, this is, we're doing this out loud recorded on the internet, you know, so we're happy to talk about it. Um, and we're both pretty candid out, outspoken kind of people. So we're, we're happy to talk about pretty much anything. Um, but anyway, where are we at now? Um, so I, with again, with the, the help of a freelancer, built uh, a first version. I did the PHP. Um, he helped get the JavaScript and React part of the um, panel inside of the block editor integrated. Um, and then I took the, the cropping library that we're using, stuck that in. Um, and we've we've gotten pretty far with that. The um, what what we had been limited to for the last couple of weeks is the selecting of an image. So you know nobody's nobody's seen this yet. So talking through the flow real quick, you're opening up a, a new post in WordPress. There's you know the built-in featured image panel on the right. Um, we're essentially replacing that. It's, it looks very similar to the built-in one intentionally, but when you click on it, instead of it opening the media library where you upload an image or select an image, it uploads, a, uh, or excuse me, it opens a modal where it says, what shape do you want to crop? Um, it does say, do you want a circle? Um, you select an image from your hard drive. It then opens the cropper. And one of the nice things about this kind of tech is that that image is not uploaded yet. And so it's all just in the browser until you say, okay, set this, you know, I've moved the cropper. I want it this part, set that as the featured image. And that's what gets uploaded. Um, as of today, I got a pull request again from my freelancer who helped me get started with the media library. Cause this is the one thing um, I'm, I'm undermining you here, but 
you said, I really want circles. To me, I was like, that's a differentiator. We need circles. Um, to, from my perspective, I'm saying also we need very basic media library integration. I think you originally suggested this as a nice to have. And I was like, no, you're right. Like this to launch with, you need to be able to select an image that has already been uploaded or select an image from your hard drive, crop it and set it. Um, and so we're, we're pretty much there. The media library is opening and you can select an image. Um, so I need to do a, a couple more hours of development, I think, to get it so that it'll save that essentially recropped version of what is in your media library. Um, and then from a, a product standpoint, we're pretty much ready to go. Um, on, on your list, um, I know we have the README. <laughs> that's it's like hey Corey, you have 15 minutes of work to do <laughs> that's not true i mean it it is to get it in the repo because it's one of those you know no nobody does it, if a tree falls in the wood if a plugin gets committed to the repo and there's nobody there to hear it yeah. um you know or or security by obfuscation kind of thing but you know there's it's the beginning of the marketing how do we yeah. describe this thing? What do we even really, what do we call it? You know, is it, is it crop express? Is it crop express image cropper? Is it image cropper express? Da, 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 da. Like just, we have the domain, but that's it. So there's. Uh, it presents a lot of questions. Um, and I know we've run out of time, um, but it presents a lot of questions because you go, there's wordpress.org plugin search. That is pretty big right um the, these are some of the things coming out of my mind with the readme because it does turn into that plugin repo section um i've seen a bunch throughout the years how people like enough there to go here it is and then my balancing act is let's get enough to show this is the value proposition this is what it can do for you uh and then just like everything iterate over time um but i can't help but tell and admit to you, I think, oh, it's got to be like Syed Balky put a plug-in on the repo. Like he knows he's a marketer. He's got all these talents, but he, he understands how to put a plug-in um, and showcase it right. And so I'm battling that a little bit, but I go, okay, get enough to so here's the value prop and that this is an active development and we want that feedback loop back about what's next. But I think the readme is showing telling enough of what we're trying to do where someone goes that is a problem i have this plugin mm -hmm. will will solve it now <laughs> getting to that is going to be is going to be fun but i started on the readme file from the generate wp site you gave me and um that's where i'll honestly spin some wheels a little bit because i'll try to be perfect but i think the two outcomes there really are you know clearly understanding what this does so someone can mm -hmm. go oh i've got this problem or my client's got this problem and then second is we need a loop we need to know these things even the things you go we're never going to do i still want to have them up there i still want to have them in our visibility because it just allows us to make better informed decisions as we over time hone in on you know a lot of the products we released at iThemes it was years before we go oh that group right there because you get enough of big sample size and you go okay convert kit had a very similar uh, yeah. i followed nathan berry 
he started out with one thought in mind and then he saw it was this creator's you know uh, economy and then he just when he got that bead he just you know doubled down on that and i i see i see that similar here i think we have pretty good profiles like anyone that wants to make the image cropping easier um and faster from a blogger to an agency doing work for clients um that's a big use case for me and i'm like there's that's why i have some faith that there's something here that we can do yep. in an advanced case but it's just discovery to me you know so. yeah well and i think that's part of <clears throat> I, I think you should take notes on your experience and then tell me about it the next time we have a call. Like mm -hmm. you are, apparently you launched a, pro, a theme many years ago, uh, but haven't since. And so when I was like, okay, you'd go, go and do the readme, you were like, uh, I need some guidance. Like I... It, Yes, I can write words, but tell me more about the readme and what are the consequences of, you know, the what I put in the readme. Um, and I think that that's, you know, you here's a prime example of you're experiencing something for the first time, you know, tell us about that experience and 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 the thinking, some of the thinking that goes into it. Like it is it is something that gets iterated on often. But there are consequences of, uh, you know, when we submit the plugin, the slug, the URL is going to be locked. You can ask them to change it once within, I don't know, the first couple of days or something, but then that's it. So, you know, because, and you'll, and you'll see that with plugins on the repo that the URL is WPSEO, but the product is Yoast you know, right. or things like that. Um, things that they've had to change over time, but you can't change the slug. I know that um, firsthand too. <laughs> right. I I'm think sure. security was better WP security and, and it still is, I think. I don't think that's we right there. Yeah. So that's yeah, right. there are some foundational things that can't change over time, which is tough when you're doing new products is you don't always know where it's going to go or what the yeah. right, you know, do we need to say image cropping, you know, kind of thing, whatever the, the kind of keywords are. Yep. So, yep. So, but I, I definitely think that's, that'll be a great experience for you to talk about. And, and also a lot of the, the thinking that, that it makes you do will subsequently guide at least some of our early work when we do put up a marketing site. Absolutely. Well, okay. So last question, we'll wrap this up since we, since we got up over time um but it's hard not to stop talking with yeah. you i enjoyed this um so by next wednesday um what do you think is realistic for us to make progress on and we can start talking about that next steps because we're going to be doing this by the way for the next five six weeks i think um there's a webinar um that was in the newsletter the link to that and then of course if you're watching on youtube you can just come back to post status on youtube but Corey, what do you think um, are next steps or the progress we want to make in this week interval? Yeah, I think the goal should be either we get this across the first finish line or past the first milestone or whatever of it. Either we submit it to the plugin repo or it's, or it's ready to go and we can talk about that. But you know, feature feature complete 
as far as version one is concerned. Um, and, and that, that readme, basically it's the whole zip file ready to go and be submitted. And then we can either, maybe we even, we could even submit it while we're on the, uh, you know, on the call and kind of talk about like that. And then I think we'll end up talking about like, you know, whenever I've submitted plugins, um, I've, I've never just had one like stamp approved done. Like there were questions asked or there were um, code revisions that I needed to make based on, I know that they use a programmatic, um, I can't think of what it's called, but basically code sniffer um, to, you know, it, basically some little AI that, that will flag variables that aren't escaped or things like that. And, um, and then I've also usually wound up having a conversation with a human being who's like, you know, what are your intents? What, what's your intention of this? Or, you know, why do you think we need this or whatever? And so if, you know, I think that'll be worth talking about too. Because the submission to the repo takes some time because it's got to go into review and all that stuff too. So um, yeah. I think about timing wise as well as like once it's there, it's it, we're going to have just by nature of the review process, which is good. I, I, I get it. Um, it's going to push us out some to actual yeah. to actual launch. So that's something to consider too. So, you know, so we can, I think let's, you know, let's regroup. Um, today's Wednesday you know, end of the week, beginning of the week kind of thing. Um, and we can basically just hit submit. Um, and I, the last I heard the review process takes a couple of days and I, that, that fits with my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so maybe we've heard if we submit Friday or Monday, we might've heard by Wednesday. Um, mm -hmm. and then we'll have that to talk about, you know, or we can just submit on Wednesday and then the following week, we definitely should have something to talk about. We might not be live in the repo, but, um, you know, we should have heard back. I know we'll hear back within a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, my intention is to carve out some time today. I think I've got some buckets of time to finish the readme, at least get a draft that you can review and we can go back and forth um, to have that at least you not be waiting on that or me. So that sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, Corey. Thanks, man. It's always fun talking through this yeah. stuff, having a partner and a collaborator. And uh, thanks, everybody else, for uh, joining in as you can. Um, we're going to be here Wednesdays, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time um, for the next five, six weeks throughout January and February as we talk, just share the progress we're making for this WordPress product called Crop Express. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Corey. See ya. See ya.